Alrighty, here we are in uh, this crowded studio uh, interviewing. Here we got Cam Lazat, uh, the face of Coin. And uh, we're going to talk about some Coin, uh, his brand, and then we're going to get into some a little bit, talking about his old uh, hockey days. But first off... For Cam, those that were confused, though, Cam Lazat is not an Italian dish. I made that <laughs> mistake. I did make that mistake. It's a, it's a common error. Uh, first, of all, first off, thanks a lot, uh, Don the Wire, for having me. Um, yeah, pleasure. Our pleasure. pleasure. Yeah, no, I'm really happy to be here. And uh, But Coin, um, I started this as a handmade clothing brand. Um, when I was playing in the OHL, I uh, just didn't know what I wanted to do in school-wise for mm-hmm. Plan B. And there was a, when I was in Peterborough, there was a class for sewing. And I was like, you know, screw it. I like, I like art. Um, I like clothes, so let's just try it out. And, um, like in high school, he did that. Yeah, back in like grade 11. And uh, no, I ended up like really liking it. So uh, I bought a sewing machine. I started whipping out clothes when I was at home, like between hockey, and I'd go to the rank and like just show them to the boys, and nice. and I would just sell it like through that. It was just kind of like a just hustling snowballed thing. on through yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I just kind of got addicted mm-hmm. to it. It's just like you know making making a, like something from a thought, and uh, it was it was really fun. Kind of like my my perspective on art and clothing, other people were picking up on it, so it was pretty cool. Right on. Um, but yeah, so I've been doing it for a few years now. Um, I'm working on an online site, trying to move up in the world. So, it, but yeah, it's going good. That so, kind of leads me into this question of like, what are the hardest aspects of being an independent designer in Canada? Um, I think one of the biggest things is like, you can't just be a designer. If you want to do it yourself, you have to look at all aspects of a business. Mm-hmm. And that's something like, uh, I'm working on every day, uh, marketing-wise and, you know, connections and stuff. Not only that I have to make my product by hand, it takes time, but I have to get it out the right way and, you know, mm-hmm. kind of, um, yeah, get a brand together. So, I'm, you know, i got to reach out to people. Uh, there's a guy, a good, good friend of mine, he's a visual director, so he's in Montreal and we're working together, so it's, it's coming together. But he definitely, that's one of the hardest things is, you know, um, taking all aspects of the business. Just getting the word out there kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. We know that all too well. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically with you making your own clothes, when was the last time you actually went shopping for clothes? Like, That's a good question. That's a I, great I, question. Yeah, I definitely don't shop much. Um, you know, most of the stuff I make, I do end up selling. But uh, when it comes to shoes or, like, different stuff, like, I, I, stu- I do st- still buy some stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I definitely cut back on shopping. I, I usually mm-hmm. shop at fabric stores and not clothing stores now. For sure. Yeah. I bet well, you, like, buying presents isn't really a thing you do anymore. <laughs> oh, <either>. no. <laughs> just no, like, Making no. presents. Yeah, just, exactly. Just last night, I was like, hey, Christmas is coming up. So I started cutting out fabric yeah. for my, my family. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's sick. But uh, the interesting thing about coin is all your stuff is homemade. Mm-hmm. You make it yourself. And not only that, they're all one-of-a-kind pieces, so you don't make doubles of anything. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like your niche right there. Yeah, but. yeah. That's like my, my sell point in a way. My customers, they feel unique in a way if they mm-hmm. like fashion. Um, you know, the fact that it's like it's Canadian made and uh, you're the only person in the world that's going to be wearing this, that's kind of like where I, I see as my, my selling points. Makes you feel special wearing it. Yeah, yeah. I hope, they, I hope people feel special. Like, <laughs> I, I've probably s- sold over around 400 pieces. I hope every day someone um, in the world's wearing coin at the moment. Nice. So, uh, yeah, it takes a lot of time, but it, it's worth it. Well, because you're from Sudbury, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what was it like growing up in Sudbury, playing hockey, and then making the switch to just strictly doing fashion? Like, was there any backlash from that people in that? 
Um, a lot of a lot of I think people were mainly confused. Like, um, I guess fashion is not like the first choice of uh, a career where I'm from mm-hmm. in Sudbury. Um, it's definitely like different, right? And sure. uh, it took some people to accept it. Like, I got people asking my brothers, my family, "Is he gay?" Like, <laughs> I would get that because yeah. I'm in fashion. I make clothing. It's considered to be a kind of like a feminine thing. There's definitely and, a stigma that comes. Yeah, right. yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, like at the start when I played hockey, when I first started doing it, guys uh, on other teams in the OHL, they'd kind of chirp me. Mm-hmm. But That'd probably be their go-to chirp. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, I've been around the locker room. Like, <clears throat> uh, like definitely if, yeah. if some guy, your team, even like the other team, like, yeah, you're probably going to throw a little beak at him. That's probably yeah. we shouldn't say on air. <laughs> um, but, and that's just the unfortunate aspect of it. Yeah. Um, just like, like growing up with that, that stigma behind it. But for you to come out of that and just kind of take it by storm and just do your own thing, like, like kudos to you, man. That's dope. Yeah, no, like it, I, I, I turn a lot of heads. Like those people who trip, they, mm-hmm. they DM me now to launch it. You know? <laughs> so it's like, like even back in high school, like they, they trip me because it's just like they, they're unfamiliar with it. No, yeah. for sure. And uh, the fact I'm familiar, familiarizing, uh, you know, the stuff I do to a lot of people in Sudbury that they know me and they know what I do. I, I feel pretty lucky that, and I hope I inspire mm-hmm. people who you know didn't know much about it. Yeah, well, it's not just making clothes; it's a uh, designer level. Shit, it's, it's good. It's good. Uh, it's good. Shit, we're make- this guy's making. Like you here. got a uh, fashion show coming up, no? Yeah, yeah actually, yeah, at Carlton, um, Monday, Monday uh, one to four at the AC. What's it called? The atrium. 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 Be there. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm I'm excited because I have all these pieces that I haven't shown yet, and the fact that I have a a stage to mm-hmm. promote it. Um, I'm really excited. Yeah, I hope people. That would be cool. By. Yeah, that would be cool. You're here first, folks. Fashion show. <laughs> Monday, one to four, Atrium, yeah. Carlton, be there. Yeah. I might swing by, look at some pieces. Because honestly, like if you're from the Ottawa area, you should swing by. Definitely. Some cool pieces you got on display. Hey, if I, if I must add, cause, right? from what I've seen, they're all. Oh, yeah, it's all yeah. I'd cop them all. <laughs> Definitely. No, just just from talking to Cam, uh, we've been talking about getting some uh, designer pieces of our own and just like sitting down with him talking about like what you're kind of feeling, what he's kind of feeling. I'm telling you, it's it's some sick, sick clothing. What's uh like? W- what's the next step? Yeah, that for was gonna be my coin. next question. Like, what's the next like, step? For where you do guys? you want to see it to go? Yeah. So in 2019, like, I want, I, I still want this niche, but at the same time, uh, I'm thinking of trying to do um, a little bit of mass production uh, collection on the side. Mm-hmm. So I still do my one of a kind, you know, my keep doing my thing, but. Uh, I'm I'm gonna do a side thing where more people get coin because it is hard to get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I unfortunately I have to disappoint people because I only could do so much. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm really excited to maybe start a collection where I could do a little bit of mass production where I could get it, get it out more. And yeah, just my online site is a big thing. I've been running off everything off Instagram, so <coughs> I can't wait to you know do it professionally mm-hmm. and with my my friend from Montreal. Uh, Kiamba, he's he's gonna set it up perfectly. He's so good at what he does, and uh, visually, so it's gonna put everything together. How is the site coming along? No, it's it's really good. We have uh, we have content uh, going down, and um, we ha- we're taking photo shoots, pictures, and trying to get everything together. So um, it's going good. I'm hoping everything's gonna be ready by like late January, February. Nice, nice, right on. Um, Look forward to that. Like also, like what what do you pride? Like the whole brand, like what do you pride coin around? Like for me, from a standpoint looking at it, buying clothes and stuff, I see the uniqueness of one of the like the one of kind pieces. Like wow, I'm the only one with that. 
and not only that, like it took you like twelve hours to make a piece that's handmade. Wait, like that's what I see. But, like, what do you yeah. personally pride like, this whole thing around? You know, coin comes from my hometown. Like, um, I was, I kind of like thought this, like nickel. How do I say it? Nickel is the roots. Um, coin is my roots, like the nickel beneath me. So what what I mean by that, where I'm from, it's you know it's the nickel capital of the world. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and you know, so underneath me is the nickel, and that's where coin comes mm. from. So, coin started from my hometown, like representing where I where I started, mm. and uh, so I definitely like have a, have a big like lots of love for Sudbury and that in in that kind of sense, and uh, it's hometown pride. Yeah, some meaningful shit. And when, and yeah. like coin, I play hockey, right? So you wear jerseys, and when someone wears my stuff, it's like a jersey. It's a team. It's a whatever mm. you want to call it. It's a select few who has these pieces. So right. in a way, people who have my stuff, you know, it, it's my team in a way. So that's wow. straight up. No, that's yeah. cool. Wow, you just sold about like five million pieces. Right <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm buying in. <laughs> uh, you guys got any more things to add to that? No, I think, okay. hey, honestly, man, if you just shout out your, um, your Instagram for anyone listening, you want to check you out. Yeah, my Instagram is ateliercoin. So it's A T E L uh, I E R uh, dot C O I N. Thank God I didn't screw that up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, we'll throw the um, the ad up in our um, in our Instagram post. So if you guys mm-hmm. follow us, be sure to check them out. Um, but I think moving on, I w- I'm curious about some hockey questions with you growing up there. So why don't you take us kind of through your hockey career? Yeah. Well, you played for the Peets, the Colts, the Otters, mm-hmm. and. If I'm not mistaken, you suited up for the Leafs yeah. one occasion. So just throughout that whole thing, even playing minor, like, but what was each experience yeah, like? Yeah. No, hockey? like, uh, there's so much memories playing hockey. Yeah. Like the amount of friends. Like if if you guys played, which I believe most of you guys played. No, yeah, yeah I did. You did? Yeah. Like no, no matter what level, like you 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 make friends that you'll always have, and and that part of hockey is amazing. Um, you know, growing up playing minor hockey uh, in in Sudbury, I always played like a year up. Because the caliber wasn't the strongest in the north, in the north. so mm-hmm. I always played with older kids, like big farm least. boys. Yeah, big farm boys. Yeah, like we we might not know how to score, but we could hit. And mm. like our team was never the strongest. I know like it was young, young. We actually we actually had a, like a competitive team, but growing up, uh, we played in a double A loop, like in minor mid and stuff. So we had to play double A instead, then triple A on tournaments. So minor hockey was tough. Cause like it, it was just tough to play. Uh, it's just tough to play when you like DHL when they're stacked and like you go to tournaments and your your confidence gets ripped. Yeah, and, you know, playing like you would lose twelve nothing to all these Toronto teams because like they had the, they had the kids. But um, yeah, once once I got got out of the the north and I made it to Peterborough, um, it was definitely a tough start. Like it's tough. Like mm-hmm. I was the second defense picked in the draft. Um, Matt Spencer went third overall. He's he's still playing. Shout out to him. He's a great player. Uh, but I I was scratched for like I would say sixty percent of my first season. So when you're just there, when your ma- main reason there is to play hockey, but you can't play it, it's tough. It's you know, when you're sixteen away from home, like yeah. there's a lot of kids who are going through that, and it's like really hard. And uh, but my overall overall experience in the OHL was it was amazing. Like, like when I, I remember in Peterborough, we had a, a big like. Um, get together with the vets that were leaving that year and they were saying like it comes by fast and it honestly does like every, every guy says it but I played four years and it was like one season it feels like mm. you yeah. know 
And um, but it was great. Went to uh, went to uh, Barry. We went for it, almost won. Made a, made a lot of good friends there. Like our team was gross. We had a lot of a lot of players are playing in AHL, NHL from that team. Mm. And then uh, the year after, we were like the worst team in the league because we, we <laughs> lost all our guys. And then uh, Erie picked me up. We're the best team in the league. So I was like, all right, like <laughs> that's a bit of a job. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I was going wave. to the basement to the rooftop. You know, so like. <laughs> Uh, going to Erie was crazy, especially like living on the states. Like it was mm. a, it was same time Trump was uh, got elected. And it was a very Trump supportive community. So like I was <laughs> interesting like, vibe. E- even <laughs> yeah, weird vibe. Even me from being in Canada, like people would like mm. say shit about Trump to me because I'm not from there. And I'm like, it's crazy how like so supportive they are of him. And, like, okay. The mess- yeah, that's a All whole right. different story. But it was kind of weird. Like my my billet mom, she was so cool. She was like. 80 years old and just her chilling. Like she had, a, she had two guns because it's allowed. So she sold me her pistols. She's like, hey, anybody trying to screw with me? Uh, like that uh, builds too. Like they go unnoticed. Like they do a lot of stuff for us. Like mm-hmm. builds, they do it. It's basically volunteer. Man, even Shout if you're with them just for one season, that's yeah. literally your second family. Yeah, like they do everything yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. Well, one of my builds, I was the first kid, and they still text me and like. I'm legit their son. Oh, that's like, cool. That's, yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. But when I went to Erie, we went, ended up winning the, the, the OHL Cup there. And uh, it was a good way to finish my career. Uh, I could have played one more year after, but I ran with a lot of injuries that year. And, mm. and with fashion becoming like almost my dominant uh, passion, mm-hmm. it was tough to keep it up at that high of a level when, uh, you know, when you just want to play for fun, when it's like a profession, but you want to have fun right. as a game. Just quit your head. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I had definitely had a good time, had a good career. I'm happy I finished off with the ring, mm-hmm. and uh, and through that, yeah, I was able to get picked up by the Leafs, uh, made it to, you know, one of the last cuts, and suited up against Montreal. Um, that was a night I'll never forget. Like fought, I got through a big hit, got in a fight against their tough guy, and you know, next morning is on TSN. <laughs> you know, that was my that was my moment. Like phone blowing I, up. I, I had a question. <laughs> I had a question lined up here. It was gonna be, what's your best like hockey? Like, what's your favorite memory or like experience you have or moment from your hockey career? Would that be probably that's up there? that's up there. It, it is up there. That winning the cup. Mm. Um, I got a penalty shot goal in. Uh, it, it wasn't in the playoffs, but I got a penalty shot goal. Uh, I got a breakaway off the uh, out mm. box. And I got tripped. And um, like McDavid never scored scored a penalty shot goal for for Erie, uh, McD- uh, Strom, DeBrincat, all these NHL players. The only one. <laughs> I was the only one. And so, defense yeah, no, it's, it, they actually for trivia they used it one time. Like who's the last person to get a penalty shot goal in like the last like twenty years for Erie? So I guess you're better than McDavid. Is that what? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Right. that's what I'm getting at. I just went by the bench. I'm like, boys, like, what do I do? Strom, and people are saying their stuff, and I'll hear Strom's like, just go five hole. And like I was like, okay, I'll listen to him. I'll just go five hole. And like it looks terrible, me going down. Like I was like rusty, but like I tried to fake a shot, and and I, I actually did catch him, and I made it five hole, which is hilarious. I'll never forget that. And, and I also probably my one of my biggest moments is probably fighting uh, uh, Big Rig Hunter Smith, like. Big this, Rig Hunter Smith. Big name around that sounds the league like a name Big you don't Rig. want to fuck with. No, this guy, he's a fighter in the NHL. Uh, sorry, AHL, and um, he's screw guy. He's, he fucks guys up in there, like in the <laughs> AHL. He's massive. How did that till he go? 
Well, I hit him and I actually like collapsed his lung and he had a seizure on the bench. Like, oh, so, so he came back, <laughs> wanting to kill me. Like <laughs> I'm just like this kid. This is my draft year. Like I had to prove myself. So. And he was this, like, already drafted guy, like, older. Mm-hmm. And he would just stand at the red line and just watch me. Just watch <laughs> me. And, like, just do your own thing. But, no. So, as soon as I go to the red line, he's like, we're going to the first and the third. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> just take a deep breath. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, how's your lung? Like, are you feeling good? Like, just try to, like, stay, like, tough and not giving him an edge, you know? I get to the pot. I get... I get into the dress room and we have to get ready for the first period and I'm putting Vaseline on my cut points like guy I'm not even getting ready for hockey here I'm yeah it's like, <laughs> like goon like you're yeah. only going out there to fight yeah, yeah so I'm just like in my zone like like just so screwed up my own head trying to get like hyped as possible all my friends are like tapping me on the shins like like kind of like nervous for me and yeah first shift like he looks at me he's like we're going and like this would be the biggest fight of my career like like I said it was my draft year and I was known for this mm-hmm. so the fact that I was like going against the toughest guy in the league that like he dummies guys and, and not only like is this a regular fight for him he wants to like, actually hurt he me wants he, he wants to end you so, so <laughs> this guy's like 6'8 like towers over me so I, I I legit skated at him I took like two strides and I jumped at him like, so I could get the inside of him. If I didn't, like, he would just, like, play with me. Yeah. So I got the inside, and we both, like, just trade it off, trade it off. And and then in the video, you see me, like, my head going down, up, and, like, my legs kind of going, like, a little weak, but staying up. Because, like, every time he would hit me, I would go black. But sometimes, like, I don't know how I was still throwing back, but I would see black, and then I would be, like, back in it, black. And then <laughs> and I, he was shit. basically holding me up. Like my my knees were so weak after a fight. I was like Just trying to arm, like. I was trying to sell it to the other bench. And I almost <laughs> fell on my ass. I was so dizzy. But yeah, we traded off, and you know I stood my ground and uh, went to, back to the penalty box, and he didn't say a word to me again. So if I was to if I was to YouTube this, you think I could find a clip? Um, unfortunately, OHL took a lot of the content down because of Rogers' rights and stuff. Because websites would use clips mm. from Rogers to do these fight clips, mm-hmm. so it's tough to find that one. I don't know. There is some still up there. There are some fights on YouTube, uh, yeah, but that one I believe is on my laptop. Like, ooh, I'll have to dig, dig, dig that one up because unfortunately <laughs> they took it down. And it was, yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, bro, this guy that. does look like a beast. Like this fake. Yeah, he's got the full, full grown big man. Right? Big 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm looking at Cam right now. It's like, no, nah, you got like, a beard. all that, that this pulling up is just like beard. pictures of big rigs and this one guy laying the nastiest thing I've ever <laughs> seen. Like, <laughs> both scary, yeah. Yeah, no big rig. Like, yeah, he. I respect him though. He, he's a mm. good hockey player and like. Just tough as nails. Yeah, I know, because you're coming off very soft-spoken. People probably think you're this nice guy, but in reality, yeah. you, you fuck people on the ice, too. You, yeah, you raked in, really like, weird. 130 penalty minutes in your second year at the Peets. Yeah, Like, yeah. this guy, yeah, no one wanted to mess with this guy, either. No, yeah. How do you rack up 130 penalty minutes? Like, did, you must have gotten to, like, 50 no, and just been, like... No, because how many fights? Ask him how many fights he had. How many well, fights? Well, I, in four years, I, I finished with 43 total. Fights? 43 fights. <laughs> like ten, in you're my, averaging about 10 fights a year. That ain't bad. In my, in my last year in the OHL, like, I had the like longest, like the biggest record, I guess. Like most fights. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So like, I wouldn't expect that. Just like and, looking and, at you and And no one will you. beat that anymore because the, there's rules where you can't. Like, yeah. You'll mm-hmm. just, you just wouldn't play if you try to get that many fights. Yeah. So you kind of cut the... Tail the, the tail end of yeah, uh, the good old Sudbury Northern farm boy fighting yeah. his way to the show. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
What are some uh, some players that viewers may know of that you may have played along with or played yes, against? Yeah. Um, well, I played against McDavid you know, most of my OHL career. How did that work out? Uh, I got a couple of minuses on him. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying it was my fault, but I was on the ice and I watched him do his work. And, uh, no, he's incredible. Like I feel got, like playing against him was a lot of just, like, chasing him around. Yeah. 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 Well, like, you're on a bench and you look look. At the bench, the whole team's looking at McDavid. Like, whoa, you know? Like, we're all just fans of him, and the fact we were playing with him, Mm -hmm. it was, like, pretty cool. Um, But definitely, like, that's a name that sticks out. Mm -hmm. Um, My first year, I played with Nick Ritchie. He was, uh, he plays for um, Anaheim Ducks. Mm -hmm. He was a, he's a big guy. Like, he he could have been the best fighter in the league if he wanted to. Like, he screwed up that big rig guy once. Like Nick, Nick Ritchie, like, this guy like, look, look how much he lights up. He's like, yeah. like I keep <laughs> this guy around. This guy fucking like beat him. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, just like, the story because I just remember. I just remember that like he actually like beat him up one time. But he's a goal scorer, so he would never mm. like fight. But when he did, like he would get so mad. Yeah, and, like, he was crazy. He'd get fired up. Yeah, but yeah, Nick Ritchie, uh, Alex Debrinkat, um, uh, Rasmus Anderson, um, Manger Pony, LeBanc. LeBanc plays for. Uh, San Jose. That's pretty cool that you can sit back and like watch games these like these days and yeah. be like, hey, I played with him. Well, that's my buddy. Like, yeah. text him up. Hey, sick game, dude. Yeah. Like, I think that's that's just incredible, just on its own. No, you know? yeah, for sure. Every time I, almost every game I watch is somebody I, I know. So yeah, I, I definitely don't don't take advantage of it. I definitely should try to like go see, meet these guys at the games because mm-hmm. these travel around like North America. They don't have family like everywhere. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it's probably nice for them to see a familiar face once in a while on the road. Get some coin. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah, those are those guys are great to uh, rep and yeah. promote coin. You no, yeah, definitely. definitely making them clothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Every NHL player walking out of the bus now they show on TV is just wearing coin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's where he wants to see it go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like a lot of those guys like Strom, Dubrinka, like a lot of those guys already have stuff. Like from playing with them, they they picked up something from me. Um, but definitely when my side drops, like those guys are they're really good to have because you know they they know their their platform is so big. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and and. Uh, I don't know. I I want people to who wear my stuff that I respect and like that. You know, I, I'm proud respected. to have them. Yeah, they're respected as well, and I'm proud to have them represent my brand and mm-hmm. uh, all those guys I named. They're they're great guys, and you know, we right. literally f- like we fought together. You know? Yeah, literally. Yeah, <laughs> literally <laughs> fought together. Two v one versus Big Rig. <laughs> <laughs> you got his legs. <laughs> yeah. uh, if he if he watched this podcast, he would laugh that we're talking about him, Big Rig. Oh, uh, Big Rig. Yeah. I actually I actually the best names. Well, honestly, we should tag him. Take him on Twitter. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. funny. That's actually kind of how me and you met because you used to play with my buddy Ang. Yeah. So yeah. Um, if he's if he's listening to this, I just I just want to know if uh, how much protecting of him did you have to do? <laughs> oh, it was never enough. That guy, you, <laughs> Anger, if you're watching this, you scared me when you you would dangle head down like and and gross. You'd usually do it, but if not, if you got caught, oh. <laughs> Scary. Classic egg. Oh, yeah. Classic egg. Well, keep, I love keep that. Keep killing it, anger. You're you're gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know you gave the big rig story, but if you got like another story you're willing to share for uh, from your days playing hockey, something Ooh. that uh, maybe if you weren't still playing, or if you were playing, you wouldn't be able to share. Perhaps if you know what playing. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. Any uh, crazy nights out with the boys or? Any crazy shit go down, practice, <laughs> training camp? 
I know so I know hey, yeah, I know things have gone sweaty. down. Oh, there's, <laughs> there's always there's always things that go down. Like I've seen many of like fights break out within the team. Like I see some, you know, dirty stuff happen within a team that shouldn't happen, like from legal to illegal stuff. Like, <laughs> but it's just like, how much can he actually share? I know, I know, those guys, those guys I play with got gambling problems, and uh, it turned into stealing from the boys. Mm, you know, like yeah. there's, there's like greasy shit like that, and then there's, you know, the best nights ever. Like when we won the cup, we just went upstairs. There's a bar upstairs. We just went upstairs and like we're the boys are puking in the bathroom, but there's all parents around, like we're all partying together, and like oh my god, like Strom, uh, who do you pick up? Someone jumped on his like shoulders to piggyback. Strom was running down the hall drunk, and he's face plants, <laughs> and he has the biggest rug burn all down his forehead, and so the whole Memorial Cup he's wearing a hat down the years, so like no one can see it. Oh, uh, that was funny, <laughs> um, but like yeah. My, I know my first night in Barrie, it was like, we, first night I got there, we went out, and it was like at the ranch, which is a big country bar. And Why have I heard of that? Probably. It's kind of famous. It's like technically one of the biggest country bars in Canada. And, uh, Classic. Yeah, so we all get there, like we're drinking, and then all the boys, like, oh, like, because it was my first night there, like, let's take a shot of tequila. And that's my death string, so I was like... All right, yeah, let's do it. Woohoo, yeah. go team, tequila. Yeah, yeah I'm not even, like, feeling that good at the time either. So I was like, I just take the shot right away. I was like, no, I got to puke. I just, like, turned to my other side. I puke all over this girl, like, down, like, <laughs> she had, like just the skirt on, like, all over her. Her face, I'll, I'll never forget the look of her face. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I literally just, like, ducked and just ran. Oh, God. Just tucked and rolled over there. <laughs> like, fuck that. I wasn't saying for the aftermath no, of that either. No. Nope. No, unfortunately, yeah. Uh, I've puked in public places a couple times. Hey, we all have. Having yeah. the best of yeah. man. Don't worry yeah. about yeah. that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, I puked in your fucking lawn last weekend, like two weekends ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember that? We got on the cab and I just started blowing chunks. Oh, no, I honestly had no idea. Yeah, you did. Uh, Remember? I no. was like, I'm car sick. Taylor was there. We were all there. No. Yeah, you do. Was this at, like, the Halloween party? <laughs> no. Remember, we were after all in a cab, bees? getting back. No memory after... blowing chunks? <laughs> no, you I'm so hurt right now. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm so insulted you don't remember. I thought I could trust you, man. Like, <laughs> no, I don't remember anything. <laughs> what? I'm that sorry. probably explains a lot about it. Hey, Kevin, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, uh, thank you Hopefully see you back on here down the road, and we're going to cop some coin ourselves. Keep yeah, the brand sure. going. Yeah. And uh, we're going to get so clean, cop some coin, like get those boys some coin. Like, it sounds good. <laughs> get that bread. Sounds good. Um, next up, we got my cringy girls night out with uh, another special guest. So stay tuned for that.